to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Well, hello, hello, lady friends. Welcome to another Tuesday episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast. I mean, do you look forward to Tuesdays as much as I do now, Dar? I do, actually. Well, no, I don't usually listen to them on Tuesdays, (laughs) but I like Tuesdays. How's that? Well, happy Tuesday, friends. And today I am coming to you um, as a exhausted working mama. Oh, I mean, yes. is that different than any other day? Seems no. like an oxymoron. They are the same thing, exhausted. That's true. It feels a little mama. excessive to yeah. say that. Yeah. They kind of infer the one infers the other. Anyways, well, I'm Julie Graham, exhausted working mama. And I'm Darlene Brock. And I guess technically I'm still a working I'm working. Oh, you are working. And I'm still a mama. And, you know, so I guess I'm a working mama, but my girls are grown up. I know. But I mean, I'm messaging you at 1030 last night about work. And didn't you say you were texting until midnight with one of your daughters about her work? I was on the phone with my daughter at 12 o'clock last night. Nope. Trying to help her not feel bad about being a working mom. Yeah, it's that feeling bad about being a working mom. I mean, let's just jump right into it because that is the topic on the table today. Being a working mom and all that comes with that. And I think that we have to start with what you just said. There is guilt that comes with being a working mom. Absolutely. Did you you remember feeling that way? Oh, sure. I thought I was going to drop the ball everywhere, not just with my kids, not just with my work, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I thought... I am so divided that I must not be doing right by anyone. Yeah. Did you feel guilty? Um, Maybe it's hard. It probably changes from day to day. Did you feel more guilty working or more guilty um, leaving your kid? Do you know what I mean? I think the motherhood thing is the worst because there are so many opinions about that. There aren't as many opinions about whether I do a good job at work or not, but Mm. there are a million opinions about whether I'm a good mother or not. Yes. And dare I say, do you think it's gotten worse? I, I feel like you've talked has. about it. I think it has. Yeah. And I think it's because you guys are looking everything up on the internet and comparing to everyone else. And the so- internet is such a blessed curse. Yeah. yeah I, so I know for me personally, I have a three-nager, although can we just just take a second and mourn the fact that he's almost four and what will we call him then? But anyways, he's almost four <laughs> and I have worked... Pretty much since he was born. I mean, you know, what, what do you take, three months off or whatever? Yeah. Um, and so I've worked since, you know, I've had him. And the truth is, is I feel guilty over the fact that I like to work. Okay. This may come as a surprise, Julie, Uh-oh. to most women. And that is most of us work outside of the home. Most really? moms. Absolutely. Most moms be who have kids between zero and 18 when they're still at home, 70% of them are working outside of the home. No. Serious. 70%? 70%. Well, that makes me feel not as bad. Yeah. 70%. Here I am thinking that I'm the minority. Yeah. No. And it's not just, it's not part-time jobs. It is 64% of moms are working full-time jobs. And when we say full-time, we all know that it's often a lot more than mm-hmm. full, full-time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's encouraging right off the bat to know that I'm not alone being a working mom um, and that I don't have to feel guilty about it. And maybe maybe you don't feel guilty for working and liking it, which is kind of the side I fall on. Um, But maybe you do feel guilty because you have to work. It's not necessarily you choose to, but 
you have an obligation, you have needs that you have to participate in bringing income into the family and you do feel guilty leaving your child. Can we just say all of it is completely normal and in one sense, unavoidable and healthy and they're going to be okay. Yeah. And the thing I, I want to address the first part of what you just said there, Julie, is feeling guilty Mm. about liking your work. Mm. You know, I I think we fall into this trap that we should feel like we are um, not doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. And yet each of us are made to be different people in different places, even in different seasons of life. Mm -hmm. So if you find joy in your working and you're fulfilling your purpose, go for it. Mm -hmm. It's what you're supposed to be doing. Do not feel guilty about it. Do not. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I needed to hear that this morning. And I bet... Another lady did as well. So can we real quick before we get into, because our goal today is to um, offer a little bit of advice, a little bit of here's how to make it a little less chaotic, because true story, it's chaotic. It is. I mean, no one's doing it awesome. We're just doing it. (laughs) Um, So we're going to try to offer a few little ways to make it feel a little less insane um, on all fronts. But can we just, because... I'm a new, I'm new to this world of single working mom. Oh, you are. Yes. And let's just say that's interesting. Yeah. Things change. (laughs) It's a little bit different. It is. Um, So I just want to shout out to my other single mama, single working mom friends. Um, You go girl. Absolutely. Freaking fist bump. I, I have always had so much respect for juggling all of the balls and having Mm -hmm. to do it by yourself. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a clown. Do clowns juggle? (laughs) They can, yeah, they can. That's like a really talented clown, yeah. Yeah. So I just, I mean, I have a couple girlfriends who are kind of in that same boat, and we just, sometimes we just look at each other and we give give a look like, this is hard, but we're doing it. Yeah. And that's why we have each other. So just a little shout out to the other single mamas trying to make it all work. All right, now I have to throw in the women who have their men at home with them, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Let me give you this. As wonderful as it is to have that guy by your side and to theoretically help you, they come with a whole nother <laughs> uh, bit of workload. Oh, that's the truth. Yeah. So it's not just uh, easy road because you have this person who holds up everything that you need done. You kind of have an addition re- additional responsibility with that man. I, I mean, I definitely, I remember it's not been that long now since... Um, News, news flash, if you don't know this, my husband passed away a few months ago. And so I certainly remember having a whole nother person to be completely responsible for. Um, but I will say it was nice when after Lincoln went to bed, if I wanted to run to Target or go to the grocery store because we're out of milk that we'll need for the morning. I don't have that option now. Yeah. That's a little, this a little things. bit weird, this but that's where things. shift comes in, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the grocery delivery. Yeah. First hack for the working mom. That's right. <laughs> grocery delivery. That's um, okay. So let's talk about some ways that we can seriously just get a little tinier, better grip on doing it all. Cause we've said a lot of us are doing it. So how can we do it a little easier, so to speak? Okay. Start with goals that are attainable. Ones that you can actually do, because there's nothing more discouraging than saying, I'm going to make the Halloween outfit and by the way, throw the birthday party. And in addition to that, I have this paper I have to write for work and I have to go uh, travel Mm -hmm. to New Jersey this weekend Mm -hmm. and say, oh, and I'm going to do all of it. But I can do it all. Yes. 
Yeah. So we probably need to take a real hard look at the things that are on our plate. And if there's anything that is just needs to be set to the side for a while or just completely taken off. I think that makes me think of um, several episodes back. uh, We talked about having a much shorter to-do list and that's a must do for a working mom. Yes, it is. Make them attainable. Don't, don't do things that really aren't necessary. So, I mean, if we're talking, we have these goals, we have these things that we have to accomplish. Do we need to figure out how to prioritize them better? I mean, there are some that just have to be non-negotiables, right? Yes. I mean, the kids do have to eat. (laughs) We have to feed (laughs) them. Funny how that works. But let me put it this way. If you need to run through McDonald's or whatever, Mm -hmm. it's really okay. It really is okay. Chick-a-fil-A is Lincoln's favorite. Chick-a-fil-A. Chick-a-fil-A. That's how he says it. And I hope he never learns how to say it correctly. Yeah, that's a perfect (laughs) one. Yeah. Yeah, So we got to figure out what's on the plate that could go and what has to be done and make sure those top things get done first. And then you see what kind of energy and time and money you have left over to do the other things, right? Yeah, because things like sleep are rather important to working moms. You are telling me for sure. I know as a working mom... I can, and you kind of touched on it before. I want to do well at my job, but then I also want to do well at mothering. And then I get defeated and discouraged because I mean, I just can't be doing both awesome all the time. And so then I feel like I'm a big fat failure. Have you experienced this feeling? Oh, absolutely. And the bad part is when you're feeling that way, you stay awake at night and who, Mm -hmm. you know, you need a little sleep and you're laying there going, I can't sleep because I feel like I have blah, blah, blah. And you just defeat on every front. So the reality is, Julie, is moms do not, working moms do not need to be perfect, do not need to be perfect, end of the sentence. You don't have to do everything perfectly. It's the effort. Mm -hmm. It's that you give it your all. But do not expect perfection. Yeah, I do that sometimes, don't I? Yes, you do. Perfection not required. All right. A little bit of grace for ourselves. Um, so how can we maybe integrate our lives a little bit more? You know, so when we're, when we're juggling the full-time job and the momming and the family and the friends and all of that, we also have like annoying life things that have to happen, like doctor's appointments and running to the bank and things like that. How in the world do you make it all happen? You have to integrate your lives. You cannot say, all right, I'm at work. Sometimes you have to say, I'm at work and I can't think of anything but. But while you're at work, you need to make that dentist appointment. You need to put it on your calendar. Yeah, because they have the same work hours as me. It's annoying. Yeah, it Why can't annoying. they be open and on? <laughs> Why can't they take me at 7 o'clock, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the pediatric dentist, do they have nine hours now? They really should. They really should. I don't know. I haven't checked. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Are you implying that I should be taking my child to the pediatric dentist? <laughs> Let me add that to my to-do list. Crap. Oh, no. But I'm yeah, not. you're right. There's, there's, you got to figure out how to, you know, take three minutes to do those things and without feeling guilty about doing it. Yeah. Because you got to do it. You do. You have to do it. I know you've talked about you would schedule in activities um, that your kid had at school and you would just put it onto your work calendar and figure out how to work around it. Yeah, I did. And I couldn't, you can't do everything. You can't, every note that comes home saying, here's a field trip, here's a volunteer here's need. Here's a party here's in a, the classroom. Here's a party mm-hmm. in the classroom. Here's they whatever. so many parties now, Dar. Oh. So many 
parties they even and do. so many holidays yeah. but let's not talk about that yeah, any school is closed holidays yeah. goodness gracious <laughs> yeah no and you choose you know you want to be part of your kids school you need to be mm-hmm. part you need to show up but you don't need to show up every time mm-hmm. so let's say you can take a personal day at work and it, and you make it coincide with a field trip yeah you know or you have an appointment that you put on your calendar, which is something I used to do. And then I would go to my daughter's class and I would either read to them if they were in little. I was a mom who came and read occasionally or I taught them computer lab, you know? Yeah, but I would just block certain times, not every week, Mm -hmm. not even every month sometimes when I was busy, but block times. And then if you show up, your kid's just thrilled that you actually showed up. Yeah, they're not keeping tabs of how often you come. It's just no, you when are, you come. No, you are. They're not. Yes. Yes. Yes, totally. So integrating, working your calendar to um, kind of intermingle the two. And again, knowing that you're never going to get it all right. And it's the effort that counts. I love that. Okay. And now here's something that I say often. Uh-huh. Every mom does. Go. I can do that. I'll just, I don't need help. I'll just do it all myself. Yeah, never mind. I asked you to do it. Never mind. I'll do it myself. Or mm-hmm. I can do, yes, don't say that. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. It's like it just falls out of my mouth because I think I can do it all. Yeah. But I can't. No. And two, when somebody else, you've asked them to do something, whether it's at work or your children at home, and you've said, I need you to, uh, your child do a chore or I need you to unload the dishwasher or I need, and then they don't do it. And you go, never mind. I'll just do it myself. Don't ever say those words mm. ever say those words. So how do you get them to actually do it when they're dragging their feet and not doing it? I mean, I may need personal advice in this area. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are punishable offenses. Mm-hmm. There are, if you don't do it by X, then this mm-hmm. will be taken away. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got a structure, but you need to expect them to do things. And then instead of giving them an out, follow through and make sure they do. And a few times of that, they'll do it. They learn. Yep. It's they'll true. do it. What about, um, I know something that I also struggle with. Is this like my therapy session? What's happening? I'm just telling you all the things that I struggle with today. (laughs) Every mother does. Um, Especially still being new to um, widowhood, single working mom, still new mom. You know, my kid, like I said, is Mm -hmm. only four. So I'm still figuring it all out and he's talking so much. And I'm like, wow, you talk a lot. I don't, I don't know about all of this talking. Um, I get so worked up about. I'm sorry, Julie. I have to stop here. I have no idea. Where he got that? I have none whatsoever. Oh my goodness, he has become such a little social butterfly. It's I almost it. embarrassing. Perfect. Um, I'm like, I don't know where you get this little mini uh-huh. me. Exactly. Um, but I know I get really worried about what other people think about the way I'm mothering and working, and the strange combination of the both of of both of them. And yeah. I get so worried about what other people think of me. No, and you can't. And here's the reality. You want some kind of input, especially, I think even more so with single moms, they need somebody who can help them find ways to keep balance. But you find someone or a couple of someones who you know merely have your back. They have mm-hmm. your best interest, but you don't listen to everybody else. Yeah, the masses don't matter. No, masses do not matter because everybody's going to have an opinion. Um, so you only listen to the opinions that you respect and that you know are there to help you. Yeah, that's good. Um, I, I think one more thing you put kind of in the real simple tips that'll help us find a little more balance is limiting the internet for your kids. No. Is that what you wrote? No, I did not. <laughs> Julie Graham, I did not. I wrote limit the internet for you. Not no. 
don't, don't make me do it. Actually make Uh, me do it. (laughs) It's not that it's bad, which we all know, but it can just take over time. Mm -hmm. And the one thing a working mother does not have much of Mm -hmm. is just time. I mean, I I know for me personally, I I see that it steals my time. And then there are times that it also steals my joy. So I have to be mature enough and smart enough and self-controlled enough to limit my time on the internet. And, I and think, of course, limit my kids' time on the internet. Absolutely. And I think not that, that there isn't time to let him sit on YouTube and watch Lego videos so that I can get something done. Yeah, well, there's that. That's not what we're talking about here. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. But I like what you just said too, Julie, is it can limit your joy. Mm-hmm. That you don't need opinions of others in that arena to rob you of what you know to be good and right. All right, so those are some kind of big ideas to keep in mind trying to find a little balance. Let's get real super practical because you know there's nothing, nothing a working mom needs more of than practical, down and dirty, as you like to say, advice. <laughs> I do. I do <laughs> laugh every time I, I do. do laugh every single time because I just, I just think it's cute that you say that. Um, what's some practical advice around the house? Um, the night before routines. Okay, it, so you don't get up panicked and running around the house looking for things. The night before, lay things out. Turn, program the coffee maker, which was essential for mm-hmm. me, is I had to gulp down some coffee just mm-hmm. to get going. Put the backpacks by the door, fully ready to go. Mm-hmm. Lay out the clothes. Just do a re- routine the night before. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I do a couple of these things that you said, but I mean, even just laying the clothes out because it is a fight. To get my kid dressed in the morning. So I don't know why I haven't started just, let me do it the night before. And hey, just so we're clear, this is what you're wearing tomorrow and we're not talking about it again. Okay, let me just put a caveat here. My daughters, uh, and I said it to them recently, it is within their DNA to have opinions. (laughs) It is part of who they are. And, you know, I tried this one for a while. It didn't work for me. It didn't work for you. Okay. It did not work. And here's the other thing is if it doesn't work for you, throw that tip away and find one that does. Stop trying to beat the dead horse. Exactly. Absolutely. And with my girls, it was like, it didn't matter what outfit that they, that I laid out, they would have a different one in the morning. I did let my youngest who dressed bizarrely (laughs) in elementary school. I let her lay out her clothes and we used to crack up because she would lay them on the floor like a dead body. And then get into them. That's awesome. Here's the pants. There's the socks, the shirts above that, you know, the jewelry is around the neck. Oh my goodness. It was like she laid it out. She structured her. Is this the one that's working in Hollywood now? No, actually it's the one that's a school teacher. Oh my goodness. How cute. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. But I love that you just said that. Sure. These are tips, but if you find they don't work for you, then Progress is not perfection. Let it go. Who cares what other people think? Find what works for you. But you might find laying some of these things out ahead helps you with the chaos of the morning. Um, Your next tip you wrote down is cooking, um, like doubling what you cook. So I have actually started this with a girlfriend. Um, We get together on the weekends and we cook our meals for the week. Oh, I love that. It is Bomb, and I mean that in a good way. Do you know that that's like a slang thing? Yes, for good? I okay. actually usually. I may be old, but I'm not completely out of it. Okay, um, you know, and we talked about it for a while, and it's like, oh, that feels so overwhelming and whatever. But we've started doing it, and we find that it is 
amazing. That's great. Now, so what you do it on the weekend? You said yeah. So I mean, this this may be something that will or won't work for you depending on your family structure. But me being just me now, I don't I don't have the guilt over feeling like I'm ignoring my husband for three hours in the afternoon to cook food. Yeah. And so for me, it's great because my extroverted self gets to chat up a girlfriend for three hours. But I'm also making healthy interesting different meals because otherwise I was eating the same thing every day yeah and it was boring that's great so now I'm eating healthy interesting food that is ahead done and then I don't have to think about it during the week I just grab a container out of the fridge and I eat it great idea and it's great amazing idea. so if you can't do that because of other things yeah then you probably can't do that on Tuesday <laughs> yeah on Tuesday you double what you eat so you can eat it again on Friday Yes. I mean, I definitely did that before I went hardcore, as I'm calling it, and mm-hmm. cooking way ahead. I at least did whatever dinner I made. I made two servings of it so that I could then have it for lunch the next day. Love it. Great. Julie, one thing that I figured out early on that I had to do was be prepared for the um, events, the birthday parties that my kids were invited to. Every single weekend. Valentine's <laughs> Day, the teacher's gifts. Mm-hmm. And daggone, it didn't matter whether I put it on my calendar or not. I forgot that Saturday was a big birthday party and I had to have a present for my child to take to another child. Or she would forget to give me the invitation till Friday night Oops, at 10 yep. o'clock. Yep. So I, early on, created a gift cabinet. Mm, All right. So, you know, that's where you can find great sales too. Every little girl that she would hang around would want the same kind of stuff. So when it was on sale, you just bought it and stuck it in a closet or gift cards, which I know you love. I do love a good gift card. Yeah. So if anyone wants to send me one, feel free. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. No, just create a gift cabinet, wrapping paper, throw it in a drawer or Mm -hmm. a closet or something. And then you don't panic at 10 o'clock at night, the night before the party. You just pull something out, wrap it up and send your kid on the way. That is genius. Yeah, because you're right. These parties are all the time and then you just, you never know when you're going to need a gift. So that is a great idea. I'm going to start that pronto, you know, next Target trip. Today or something. Um, I know we talked a little bit about cooking meals, but one of the banes of my existence is making Lincoln's lunch every single morning. I feel like I've talked about that before. Um, so something I've started doing is, I mean, I do, I do do Lunchables, whatever I do it. Yeah. Um, but I add in some fresh veggies and some fresh, um, fruit with it. So it's totally a real meal, but I put all of the food that I get for Lincoln and I put it in one drawer of the fridge. So when it's time to pack his lunch, it's all in that one drawer. And I just, I need to grab a couple things from that drawer and throw it in his lunchbox and out the door we go. And there you go. I mean, it feels simple, but it saves time. I'll bet it does save time. Yep. Yep. Good, good tip there, Julie Graham. Oh, thank you. You know, I'm doing one thing sort of kind of okay, right? Whatever. Um, I want you to tell me about chores because I've got to do more chores. I mean, I don't, I've got to stop doing chores and let my kid do more chores. Yeah. And, I think you need to not make it overwhelming. It doesn't need to be Saturday all morning. We're going to be spending cleaning or afternoon or whatever day. It doesn't need to be that. You need to set aside like a 30-minute cleaning block. Mm. And depending on age and number of kids, you determine what they're going to do in that 30 minutes. 
you know, you have a little one who can actually pick up the little trash cans in all the rooms, then that's what they do. Mm -hmm. They go from room to room and they bring the little waste baskets from the bathrooms into the kitchen and dump it in. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you have older ones who you go, all right, your responsibility is to dust and vacuum the den. Only the den, Mm -hmm. nothing more. And then I will do the living room and your little brother's going to do whatever else and do it in a shorter block. So it doesn't feel like that's the only thing you're doing. That is definitely something I struggle with because I feel like on the weekends, I want to maximize my time that I'm not working and I can actually look at my kid and talk to him and play with him. But I, I could see, okay, he's three, so we can do 30 minutes where he helps clean up an area, I clean up an area, and then the rest of the time we do fun things like go to birthday parties with gifts out of the gift cabinet. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Yep. I like it. Um, you put a little note here that I I laughed at because I thought this is so helpful. Put scissors in every room. Who I mean, doesn't go, where are my so scissors? It's so simple, but so true. Yeah. I, I've noticed that I have them in every room and sometimes I think, why do I have scissors everywhere? But you always need scissors. Yeah, you do. You need to cut the hair that's bugging you in the bathroom. <laughs> you need the, in cut the, the tags off to cut a tag off. You need in the kitchen to open a package. You need, you just name it. Every room you need a pair of scissors. I love it. Yeah. Simple, but mm-hmm. it literally, if think about all the times you had to run across the house looking for a pair of scissors, I mean, that's probably 10 minutes a week. That yeah, might be a You would bit save high. months in your lifetime. <laughs> exactly. Um, auto pay bills. How many times have I accidentally forgotten to pay a bill because I thought, oh yeah, that's due next week. I'll remember that. And then it comes and goes and oops, sorry. Let me, let me spend 27 minutes calling customer service, asking for late payment forgiveness. Yeah. And getting through the voicemail that leads to the voicemail that leads to finally, I've talked to a human. Just set up auto pay. Yeah. Set up auto pay. So anytime you start a new account, that's Mm -hmm. one of my, I've had to set up a million new accounts in my life recently. And the last question is how do I put this on auto pay? I just never want to have to think about paying you again. Set me up for auto pay so that I know it's just always going to take care of itself. Yep. One tiny, huge hack. Works. Okay. Um, This one, ABC, always be cleaning. Sounds really depressing. Oh, yeah. I don't like this one. Let's skip this one. You want to skip this one? No, but what is it? Let's make it simple. Here's what it is, um, is instead of tripping over the same shoes that you left in the middle of the room (laughs) for four times in a row. Not me. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I do. Pick them up and move them to where they belong. You know, when you're walking, when I was a girl, little girl, we had a two-story house and my dad would stick things on the steps Mm. that would, so they needed to go upstairs. Mm -hmm. And if any of us passed those items without picking them up and carrying them upstairs, he would make us come up and down the steps four times. Oh, wow. And do one at a time. Well, it didn't take very long for us to always, I cannot pass things anymore without picking them up. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But then that's probably helps when it comes to the 30 minute block on the weekend. There's probably a lot less silly stuff to take care of if you're just kind of tidying as you go. Yeah. It's not like mopping your floor every day. Oh, it's mopping just... floor. I don't do that. <laughs> or ever. <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> it is just the little things. Mm-hmm. Do them while you're walking through a room. It'll make life easier. Okay. I think I can handle ABC. Always be cleaning. Okay. Good idea. Okay. All right. So those are a couple of little things around the house. Let's get to work because that's, you know, what's on our mind. How can we get more done while we're at work when we're supposed to be at work? Okay. Check your emails on a schedule. Every time it dings, don't look. 
I mean, I'm maybe too good at this one. (laughs) You might be. My boss has to text me and say, check your email. Uh, That's the truth, Uh isn't Mm -hmm. it? Yeah. Sorry Uh about that again. That's okay. But most people in the work world, (laughs) Julie Graham, actually check their email consistently. Now, you do check your texting consistently, Mm -hmm. but, Mm -hmm. you know, the email account, put on a schedule. Don't do it all So you're saying... Eight o'clock in the morning, you check it, but you don't check it again until four thirty that afternoon or whatever time you whatever set aside. time works for your workload. Because email can become a time suck, it but can. it's important. Yep. So you schedule it out as it a can. task and you don't let it control you. Yep. yep. I like it. Yeah. Um, here's one that you said because you did travel a lot when you I were did. working. I mean, you were all over the place, right? Yeah, I was. So in you many s- ways, I was all over the all, place. <laughs> all over the place, all over the world, though. Even yeah. Um, so did you find that sometimes trips weren't necessary, but you could handle, um, you could get the work done through video conferencing yeah. instead? Yeah, you could, uh, and I think you should do that whenever you can, because how much time is consumed with just going to the airport and getting mm-hmm. on a plane and making connections and getting to a city and getting to a hotel? You know, part of what I did was traveling with the bands, so I had to go to destinations, but. Then there were meetings with other people I worked with, other record companies, with other managers, where if I could just get on the phone or a video conference or whatever the format, I didn't have to do all that other stuff. And Mm -hmm. in an hour, I could get done what would have taken me a day and a half. Yeah. I mean, and there's so many options now. You've got your FaceTime and Skype and Zoom. There are endless options. So yeah, sometimes just scheduling a face-to-face chat um, can save you time and money instead of actually making the trip. But if you do have to take a trip, do you have any hacks for that? Little Miss, I've traveled the world 17 (laughs) times over. You are so funny, Julie Graham. Uh, You have. I was was prepared to travel. I had one toiletry kit with shampoo, with makeup, everything. Oh, like a separate set of makeup? Like a separate (gasps) set of everything that was packed. All I had to do was pick it up and throw it in my bag. And then I had my basics. I had one quarter of the closet that had one pair of black pants that had one, you know, just a couple of basics. And then I threw in the things that I wanted that I liked that day because I was always So you're saying you had a section of your closet that was, this will always go in my travel bag? Yep. Yep. And then maybe I'll add a couple new on-trend pieces. So you are three quarters of the way Mm. packed. This makeup bag already set that you don't have to pack. That right there. Oh, it's worth the price. I don't care how much you sell. That sounds like extra money. It is, but it's worth it. It's time. Yeah. And time time is money, people. Yes, it is. Um, I know I've got several trips lined up here in the next couple months, which I'm super excited about, um, but I'm going to have to use some of these. And I know you actually wrote a piece for the Grit and Grace Project a while back, um, travel tips for traveling light. I think I'll link that in here if somebody's got a work trip coming up. I think that would be helpful. Um, so what about when you, when you're away from work, praise the Lord, those precious moments when you're away from work, how do you actually turn it off? All right. It's not just when you go out of town or you're on vacation. It's actually when you sit at the desk too, Julie Graham, where you may want to let calls go to voicemail. You have one hour of work. You have a project that has to be completed. Um, let voicemail pick up the calls. There's nothing so urgent that it can interrupt that one hour. Yeah. I mean, that's something I need to utilize more is the little do not disturb function and let it work for me so that I can work faster um, and not necessarily harder. So setting that time aside for sure. Um, One last thing that I thought was really smart, you said to really use your your working route in in your favor. So you find a pharmacist that's on the way to or from work and you pick a dentist that's on the way. I mean, this is a genius Seemingly obvious, but 
pick things that are going to be kind of on your way that will make the balance of work and home easier for you. Yep. Yep. And that's the goal. I mean, that is the goal, right? How can we make our lives a little bit easier? Exactly. Because we've already said we have to do all of these things. Right. And some of us um, love it. And some of us wish we weren't in this boat, but we are. And so we got to figure out how to make it work for us. We actually had an article that our editor put together a couple of weeks ago, which was one of my recent faves, um, specifically for the working mom, five quotes to encourage the working mom. So we'll link to it in the show notes because um, I think that you would appreciate it if you happen to be in this crew. Julie, so I want to remind moms of where we began. You may be walking around with a lot of guilt, but we're telling you, don't. Mm -hmm. Do not. Uh, It's not perfection that's required. It's the effort that counts. Mm -hmm. So do your best. And, you know, there's something that you need to know that I think we need to remind you of is... A child's real first is not when anybody else sees it. It's when you do, Mom. So if you if you miss the first steps because the babysitter saw them, they don't really count until you they see them, They do not right? count. Yeah. Irrelevant until they hit your eyeballs. I remember reading that quote in that article and just a little teary, just, just a little bit teary, but it's exactly what I needed to read. So I hope this episode finds you um, encouraged today, uh, reminded that you are not alone in this working mom world. You're actually more in the majority than you may realize. And hey, we think you're doing a kick butt job, both at work and at home. So keep doing both with grit and grace. Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project. Take a few minutes and head over to iTunes to rate and review the show so more people can find us and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an upcoming episode. If you can think of a friend who could benefit from this episode or the show in general, please be sure to share us with her. And for all the details on today's episode, find the show notes by heading to thegritandgraceproject.org. You can follow us on social so you miss nothing that we're sharing throughout the week on all things living a grit and grace life. We'll catch you on the next one.